Good day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of A Ramble Shrapnel, where we talk about something having to do with the main episode that is linked in the, in the description and at the end of the video from the main podcast. And today we'll be talking about something to do with the best games or games from 2022. Now, all of us really, or I don't know about you guys, like I can't speak about you, but uh, Mackie and I really enjoy gaming and we just don't get the chance to play everything that we really want to play. So we decided that today we're going to talk about games from 2022 that we really wanted to play, but for whatever reason, we couldn't really get around to it and it just passed us by. Um, so, Mackie, I'm going to ask you to let us know what game you wanted to play the most, or maybe more than one, depending on what your your preferences are, and also tell us why you couldn't play it, or you feel like you couldn't play it, or like you're leaving it for a special occasion or whatever. So, very good questions, and geez, uh, there's so many games on my list, but I would have to say... The one game that I would like to say, man, I want to play quite quite a bit is Dying Light 2. Because I played Dying Light 1 and I adored the game. The story was eh, but the, the gameplay and the like the kind of the fear that of the night hunters to hunt you down during the night time was so good. Like I was terrified to even peek, uh, have my little pinky toe to go out of the dark out of that UV light of protection. But Dying Light 2 had had everything that I was like, oh man, this is better graphics, better fighting styles, and I, I'm I'm excited to play it. Um, possibly may play it in 2023, but it's possible. Why I have not decided to pick it up just yet is that it's a pretty costly game, and costly. it's I'm at a stage of my. So in South African rands, it can be like 1,200. I will probably get the ultimate digital edition where it gets all the free deals, all the, all the DLCs Ooh, included. Are you gaming the system, living in the UK and paying in rands? <laughs> no, no. In the UK, it is obviously in the UK pounds. I am not paying in the rands, but I'm just saying in the rands. So ah, you could also okay. know how much the I would, the I would, would I would game that system but, like hell, dude. <laughs> I wouldn't pay like $70 <laughs> for a game nowadays. No ways. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's the kind of feeling that, for me as well is that unless it comes on Xbox Pass, I probably will wait until like I say, okay, I have a bit of money to spend and I really it feels like it's time to buy the game. Because games are very expensive nowadays and if I'm not going to play the game right away, then I'm not going to spend the money, basically. Um, I'll wait for a sale yeah. and if it comes... Because you never know if you come to it. 100%. And if it's on sale and it's the right time, definitely I will buy it. Um, but that's basically why I haven't bought it. Is that it's quite a new game, so it hasn't had any major sales. And I've just had too many other games that I can play with you or that kind of thing. So basically, it's on my like back of my mind saying that I definitely want to play this game, but I still haven't had a chance to get it. Actually, what you mean is you have to be bored enough. <laughs> Bought enough and been willing to spend that amount of money on it. Yeah. Um, I have another game, but I don't know if you want to say your first or second game first, and then I can mention the other game that I also want to play, but still haven't got into it. Yeah, sure. So my biggest hankering is actually for 
a game that I couldn't play because I don't have access to the platform on which it is played. And that is, as Mac, you can probably guess, God of War Ragnarok. Um, I, I was such a massive fan of the original uh, God of War reboot, just because I, I really like what they did when they went to the third-person camera angle. And having made a extremely basic game myself, I learned a bit more about how damn difficult game development is. So hearing about the stories on how they how they made it was just extremely interesting for me. Um, like with the one camera shot, the whole game through, and how they were positioning enemies, the types of enemies, all those awesome things is just was fascinating. The music is captivating, the visuals are, st are stunning. And I'm also just a massive fan of mythology. So basically any God of War vehicle is, is my jam. Uh, yeah, so that's probably the game from last year that I want to play the most. But before that, at least I can play the PC version of God of War. I was about to say, at least they brought the PC version. I also... Uh, it's going to be a while till we see the Ragnarok coming to PC, but it's going to be a beautiful time. Are you gonna? Is that kind of game that you're going to like play right off the bat as soon as it comes to PC? Yeah, dude. Because the whole reason is that I don't have a PS5. That's why I haven't played it yet. And so uh, I played it on the PS4. Um, yeah. And I'm... Look... I actually really like the layouts of the Xbox controller a lot more with the analog sticks positioned where they are. And I don't, I don't like the analogs being so close together on the PS4 or the PlayStation mm -hmm. controller. I know that's a bit of a first world <laughs> problem, but I'm going to wait until it comes up for my controller scheme. <laughs> Oh, 100%. No, the amount of times that's like, I remember the days where I like said, ah, but the, the Xbox controllers, the top right controller stick doesn't make sense. Like, why would you put it so far away from the other controller stick? But now, since I've been using Xbox, I can't go back to PlayStation anymore because it's like, like I feel exactly what you feel. It's like, it's too close together. My hands feel like they're touching, my knuckles are touching each other. How do you hold this thing? <laughs> uh, when did you... When did you have a PlayStation console for the PS2? Yeah, PlayStation 2. And then sometimes I play uh, with my brother on his PlayStation 4. So, like, then I, I feel it feels weird. Like, the controller is way too small for my massive hands. And it just feels it, it feels weird. Hear that, ladies? Mikey has massive hands. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, should I go to my second game that I'm like, man, I want to actually play. Why haven't I actually played it yet? Yeah, go for it. So a game that I also want to play is Marvel's Midnight Suns, which is more like an XCOM playstyle. So it's less of like me actually um, physically moving the characters in real time. It's more like you plan your actions and play. And the reason why I've chosen this game is like, man, I need to play this game. And I've been I've been like religiously waiting for a good sale to buy it and then play it. I don't think it's like worth the price tag it is at the moment. Possibly it is. I haven't played it, obviously, so I can't really say that for certain. But from the, the, the play style and that kind of thing, it's not quite my game. But it, the story looks really interesting. And I love playing those kind of like superhero crossovers where 
uh, you get all these major superheroes, and you have to kind of mess around with their powers to kind of get the do the best combo move possible. It's a bit of a low-key kind of game, although it's price. I think saying low-key might have triggered a few people. Why I say low-key is not like one of the biggest. When I've seen the gameplay, it looks cool, but it doesn't look amazing, and that might change my perception once I actually buy it on the sale and start playing it. Yeah. So also, the kind of like I like the I like the more like you move your character by actually moving it. So you don't you don't necessarily like pan this character attack at this stage and combo attack through this stage, bounce it off this attack. Then now you press the play button and they do all this awesome moves and techniques. I like to be the person doing those techniques in real time. So yeah. it's always a bit of like a like Mass Effect was similar to that. Like you could choose either or, and I felt like. Why would you ever want to like plan your strategy? And I've seen people do the strategy moves and they're like amazing. But I'm like, am I the one playing the game or am I just telling them what to do? Yeah. No, that's that's one of the big reasons why I also don't like those let's call them tactical RPGs as well. Because yes. they just they take for it's not that they take really long to do, although I feel like you do end up spending longer on them just because you're planning. Um mm-hmm. but for them, for, for me at least, I, I'm just like you as well. Um, I need more, more real time and constant feedback than that. It's, for me, it's just not good enough to, to be so uninvolved. And the whole point of a, a video game for me is that is exactly because of the activity of it or the interactivity. You know, if I, if I just wanted to watch something, I'd watch a movie instead. But I want to be engaged. <laughs> That's so true. So very true. Yeah. Okay, so what's your other game that you have not played yet? Tell me your deepest, darkest secrets. Um, hmm. I don't think I said that I have another one. But what, uh, Star Wars? Ooh, so I never really got into the any of the Lego games. Um, and that's because... <laughs> I'm a little bit of a, a graphic snob at the moment now, but <laughs> like such low poly things really do uh, do get to me just a little bit. But I think actually one that I really want to play is Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, oh, that one, yes. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, it has some really fast-paced gameplay, like hella fast, mm. kind of like the Doom reboots. And it's also got parkour and such as well. So I think it's like a combination between a melee Doom and Mirror's Edge. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing something where I get to just basically jump around and be all crazy like that. And yeah, so it's it's really appealing to me as well. That so what. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's about it. Because for the most part, I I was actually pretty lucky. To be honest, we're, we're very lucky nowadays that we have services like Xbox Game Pass and such where we get to play day one releases. Because then it's you don't. It's like try before you buy to the max, and if you if you don't enjoy a AAA game, then it's like. Oh well, I didn't even pay for it, so screw it. Um, I'll just find one that I do enjoy. So um, yeah, I, I actually 
played a lot of games that I enjoyed last year, and there weren't really that that many that flew by me. And that, that's a, that's the one thing for me. Like I like playing a lot, a lot of games, and I do like I'm like a gamer at heart. But I do find at some stages it's harder to play the longer story based games that I would love to get my teeth into, just because. But there will be days where I can't game at all or I don't have the energy to game. And that's part of the reason why I miss so many of these amazing games. Like, a game that I know this is not technically 2022, but Metal Gear Solid is still my mind. I definitely want to play that game. But the longer I let it wait, the worse it's going to be for my experience because I think the, the game mechanics is not going to hold up to the test of time now. And it's, it's like a dilemma. It's like, I need to pick the good games that I want to play. And when you mentioned like Half-Fire Rush to me that was on Xbox, I immediately, I immediately noted it and I'm like, oh, that looks like a cool game I want to play. And when you mentioned like, hey, you're going to love this game. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to I'm gonna sacrifice the list that I already have to play this really cool game that I <laughs> know I'm going to love. But I have all these other cool games I already put on the list. So I just feel so bad for those other games that I'm like, I say, sorry, you see that? Uh, I feel like I'm a, a bouncer in a queue and I'm like looking at the game queue and I'm like, hey, you, Half-Fire Rush. Uh, yeah. Behind that God of War game that you still haven't played, just just come just come to the front, just come to the front, come have a party in the inside. While the others are just still like waiting in the cold and saying, "Where's Mackie? If gonna play me?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel like I'm a player at this stage, <laughs> a game <laughs> player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I think a lot of the time we also need to do trust a little bit that our friends know what we want a bit better than we want as well. So mm. um, I've, I've played many games based on your recommendation, even though I didn't even really know they existed. Um, yeah, so <laughs> it, 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 it really does help to ha- have someone with an outside perspective as well to to give you a bit of advice. Because they're, they're like, I wouldn't have played Nobody Saves the World last year but then although it wasn't the best of experiences i did cool concept yeah um but i i did play that game why when there was like a particularly heavy spell load shedding uh, or the power cuts here in south africa and so it, it ended up being a great minimalist visual style so that yeah Basically, my GPU doesn't suck out all the juice from my laptop because <laughs> then I would only be able to game for a really short time. But it, it helped. It helped alleviate and ease the burden of power cuts. <laughs> Just to put yeah, it that like way. There's like different categories of games. I know we're going a little bit off topic here, but there's like different types of games that you play when you're like busy and when you have time to play. Um, like nobody saves the world is that kind of game where. You can go in and there is some like game mechanics about it, but it's not like brain intense heavy. It's like quite casual playing the game, change your power. You can make the game really boring or you can make it a bit fun and test your limits and try the sense of goals of powering up your character. But there are like other games like Hogwarts Legacy that just takes so much of your brain power because you have to think and you have to like say oh, this and it takes a lot of your time. That's also a contributor why I don't play some games sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that has been our little talk about the games that we didn't get a chance to play last year, and that specifically released last year. So tell us what you think, and 
were there any games that you didn't get to play either? Why not? Join us next time on another episode of Ramble, Trapmore, and please check out the main episode about the games of 2022 that's in the description and linked at the end of this video in the end cards. Bye everyone. Bye bye.